This one is for the boys with the boom system, top down AC and the cooling system. And when they come up in the club to be blazing up, you got stacks on deck like you saving up. Hey, what's up, party people? This is Introverts. Are going to show you how to rule the universe. No, actually, it's um, it's the Introverts Guide to the Universe. We are your hosts. My name is Francis. Right over there is. That's right. It's EVP. Right over there, EVP. At your local Jollibee. At your local Jollibee. Thank you for thank you to uh, uh, Childish Gambino for that little drop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> how's it going? Who me? <laughs> no, um. <laughs> I thought you were talking to the masses. They're not going to answer me though. That's the problem. <laughs> that's the that's the biggest problem. Is they're not going to say anything to me. So I'm going to have to ask you how you're doing. Okay, I'm doing good. How are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> Living life. Sure. Breathing can, air. Yeah, we can call it that. Anyway, All right. um, this is the official first episode of this show. I hope that you enjoy this episode as we go, go through life as two introverts and, weirdly enough, two Asians who have no idea <laughs> what we're doing and how we're going to get to where we're going. But that's where we kind of go ahead and help you guys, and you guys help us, and it's a big circle of love. With- wow. <laughs> <laughs> not, not like that kind of circle. If, if we're going to do that kind of circle of love, I need this. The following program is intended for mature audiences. <laughs> Viewer discretion is advised. But we're not going there. <laughs> we're not, and I promise <laughs> this isn't a show of just full of drops. But uh, we will eventually get to some episodes that'll definitely uh, get a little racy. But not today. Today again is a first time uh, for you guys to listen to this. We do have, we do we do have a pilot episode out, but uh, most people. You know, that's that's kind of our experiment phase. This is the real deal right here. This is the real thing. And I didn't realize how long the song is. I'm going to turn off this song. The song is still going on. Wow. That was a five-minute song that was still playing in the background. Um, but yeah. So this is us. Thank you for joining us, as always. Um, we're going to start off the show, really, uh, with a story <laughs> that uh, Evie is going to give us right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> wow. <laughs> she's just yeah, random story. She's just gonna tell us. No, no, no. Of course not. You know, um, navigating the world is tough. I I know this because I have to navigate it pretty much every day. And sometimes, you know, you get that stereotype of like, oh man, if I'm ever lost, dudes never ask for direction directions. They just kind of you know they know. And that that doesn't work anymore because we have GPS and all that good stuff. Yeah. Everyone has your phone. You have no excuse. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have no excuse to get lost. And I don't get lost anymore. But I do find myself in situations where I have to talk to somebody to get, like, directions on a campus or any location I happen to be at. And for the most part, it's tough for someone like myself and probably someone like E over there who has – uh, a little bit of the uh, shakes of the head and stuff, you know, because she's a she's yeah. a hip hop rock. She's a, 
social anxiety. Yeah, she, she's she's a socially anxious hip hop rock star. So I mean, as you heard from the beginning of the show, um, but as you can, <laughs> but as we navigate, we always have we always find ourselves in situations where we we might feel a little uncomfortable or again anxious, as I do every day in my job. I I don't like. I mean, I, I don't really necessarily like what I do, but I do it because it you know pays the bills. But I have to talk to people. I have to talk to a lot of people. I have to ask questions. I have to do things that are totally out of my comfort zone. And I found myself in a few situations just today where I weigh it. Like, have you ever looked at somebody and said, I, they know where I'm supposed to go, but I can probably figure it out. And you just weigh it in your head, like, is it worth kind of talking to somebody and right. putting yourself out there or are you willing to just kind of you know be the wuss and go out and try to figure it out yourself um wander around aimlessly is that something you do and hope that you don't <laughs> that it doesn't take forever for you to find some place yeah yeah that's what you do yeah yeah because it's 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 funny do you do you feel this way cuz i feel like they're kind of judging you when you t- walk up to them and ask them something like we have signs or we have a map. Look at right? it. Right? Are you are you an idiot? How do you not know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. They kind of give you that it, and the thing is they're pro- they're most likely not doing that. Because has anyone ever come yeah, up Yeah, because if anyone comes up to you, you never think like, "Oh, what an idiot." <laughs> You'd be, exactly. <laughs> you're t- happy to help. <laughs> <laughs> you you you're exactly that's exactly you you jumped uh you, you jumped uh, my my idea. You actually you you read my thoughts. That's exactly what I was going to say. We ourselves don't do that stuff, but we, for some reason, believe that other people are going to do that to us. Mm-hmm. So our topic, our main topic for today, as we introverts guide you through the universe, it's going to be pretty much customer service and re- and kind of navigating the world of retail and shops and stuff like that. It gets scary. So let's start with you, E. I've set up a little bit already. So tell us, like, give us a scenario in which you had a hard time asking for anything. Or maybe you re- you were returning something. You didn't feel comfortable returning something or buying something. Like, is there a scenario that you or a situation that you've been through that kind of had that issue? I feel like that's like anytime I go out type of thing. <laughs> it's not just a one-time thing and I have some kind of story for it. It's mm-hmm. just... Anytime I go out, there's always just like an anxiety when it comes to talking to people I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that includes anyone in the service industry. If I have to like order food, really? I have to script out what I want to get first, really take the time to think about it. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, like I said, script it out. Like, what am I going to say? And if they say that, then what am I going to say next? Wow. So you have a lot of scripting to do because they could say anything. Right. They could. But I mean, service industries, they kind of have a script. Sort you know? of. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're supposed to be polite. <laughs> supposed yeah. to be. Emphasis <laughs> on supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> like last I checked, they're, they're, they're polite and they're nice, but not always. Have you ever encountered that one person who kind of, who was like mad at, everything the world and you just happen to be in their line or you just happen to be the person that they that you ended up asking questions about yeah i try to avoid those types of people i tend to just um observe initially (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
It sounds real creepy, but yeah, I creep. I creep and just stand on the side and watch it. <laughs> Make sure that I don't get into like a line with some kind of like angry looking person. You know, it's funny you should say creepy. Um, I think a lot of introverted people are sometimes considered creepy, right? Like sometimes you, you're thought as, uh, not as a creeper, but, just the way you handle yourself. Has anyone ever thought you were like genuinely creepy? Oh, I've had lots of creepy situations. <laughs> wait, wait, to you or to <laughs> where I oh. will try to, well, I mean, an example would be like, I don't know how to ease into questions or conversation seamlessly. Mm-hmm. So I feel like people pick up on my vibe of like uncomfortableness and it makes them uncomfortable. Mm. So I, once I went up to a lady who had a baby and I just asked her flat out, like, how old's your baby? <laughs> no, hi, how are you? It's just like, huh. Yeah, nothing, like, no pleasantries. And it was wow. just some random girl just going up to her saying, how old's your baby? And she's just like, um, <laughs> and I didn't know how to <laughs> make the conversation go after that. So it was just asking. So I just, like, s- stepped back. <laughs> You, you step out, out of frame, you're just like okay. Yeah, well, yeah that, <laughs> step I mean, out of frame, slowly walk backwards. <laughs> no, that, okay. But that was an attempt to like be more sociable. That was my mm-hmm. attempt, but it didn't really work. Well, you have yourself. I mean, this is a little behind the curtain. But you have yourself a lot of friends, right? I feel like my friends are either people that caught my wavelength. And like we get, we get on really well or I've known them like for most of my life. So it's like they can, they get, they understand me. They get me. Okay. So for instance, um, you've made some new friends. How did you make your new friends? Like how did you connect with them? I mean, they just can't just jump on your wavelength. You must have had some type of interaction with them before they became your friend. Like the- Honestly, no. I mean, it's either like friends of friends. Mm. And so like they have like um an introductory period where it's like, well, how are we all going to get along? Mm-hmm. You know, and there's normally like that one anchor person who kind of like brings everybody together and then you can like riff off of each other and it's fine. Are you the anchor? Not necessarily. <laughs> no, but you can be. <laughs> well, in certain, in certain relationships, sure. Oh, that's good. That's good. Uh, well, that's not service, but I figured I'd ask. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really tough for a lot of introverts to kind of go out there and and navigate the real world. For instance, I, you know, I, I had to buy a car at one point in my life. Um, the car that I'm currently driving now is that is, is said car. Um, have you ever had to go to a dealership and? Well, maybe not because you don't you don't. <laughs> <laughs> own a car. Partake. You don't own a car. You don't, own a you car. don't partake in vehicle in, transportation. Yeah, you don't. You don't. Well, you, you don't have to. I mean, you know, you, you're in a situation where that's not necessary. But in my case, yeah. you know, I, I before it was part of my job, I needed to commute, and I had to buy a car. And salespeople are the worst. I hate salespeople. Salespeople know how to. They know exactly how to manipulate you. That's the word I'm looking for. They manipulate you in a way that gets them a sale. And so I, when I went to buy my car, Lucy, when I bought Lucy, uh, she was, you know, 
<laughs> what? <laughs> Don't make fun of Lucy. I just always thought that your car was named after the bat in um the bat <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> no, no. I got her before. I, I mean, I, I've never watched The Walking Dead, nor have I read it. But I no, Lucy is not. Lucille. That, that's Lucille. Yeah. No, yeah. Lucy is well. She is after. She's technically kind of named after Lucille. Lucille Ball um, from I Love Lucy. Uh, okay, because I thought you were gonna like destroy people with your. Well, I could if I wanted to. I will, <laughs> I will pick it up and bash people over the head with my little Mini Cooper. It's small enough <laughs> where I can do that. But buying the car was like super stressful. Like that is the most one of the other than buying a house, which I have haven't had the opportunity to do yet. Um, it's super stressful buying a car. Did you feel unnecessarily pressured? Because I know that's how I feel sometimes. If there's a salesperson and they have a pitch, instead of being assertive and telling them, oh, I don't want to hear what you have to say, Mm -hmm. I'll stand there and listen to everything they have to say. And then when they ask me if I want to buy it, then I'm like sweating because I'm like, I have to say no at some point. Right, right. But I feel uncomfortable telling them no. I used to be like that. I actually used to be a lot like that, where I would listen to the whole spiel and be like, I wouldn't even say straight up no. I'd say, I'll think about it. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I would give them maybe. Or, like, um, hold on. Let me get my wallet out of my car. I'll be right back. <laughs> and never return. <laughs> never come back. Uh, I haven't gone to that extreme, but usually I just give them a little bit of hope and say, yeah, maybe, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll think about it. And they'll usually say, great, let me get your number. And I'll give them a wrong number. <laughs> like, there you go. <laughs> Have fun. And then, you know, move on with life. But you're right. Yeah. They, they, you know, they say a lot of stuff. They pressure you into things. They, um, you know, they, they memorize their whole spiel. And so they, they try really hard to, to get you to buy their thing, obviously. And I did buy the thing, obviously, because <laughs> I'm driving, I'm driving a car. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, and it was very, I mean, I kind of already knew what I wanted when I got there. So it was very little work for the salesperson. But boy, do they just like, do you want this? Well, I will just add it on. You know, it'd be all right. Oh, you want this? I will just add it on. It'll be all right. Like they, they just start making the price go up and up and up. And I'm just like, I'm going to buy this car, I guess. <laughs> and I bought it with like all these little extras. It's like, oh, great. Whatever. Like, I, I guess this is mine now. And I guess I have all these little things now. So. But I couldn't say no. Like, I have a hard time saying no to to people in general. You know, I, I, I will be asked, like, hey, you want to do this thing? I'm like, Not really, but yeah. Okay, sure. I, sure. Like, you know, it, it's tough. Like, what about you? Do, you? do you say no to people? You must. I, I, I have to. Yeah. But it's something that I really hate doing. Mm-hmm. I um don't really like to let people down. And I feel like even for people, you know, in the service industry, it feels like they're really relying on something like, say, for instance, they really want you to buy like a credit card or something. Yeah. And it's something that they, they're relying on for their paycheck. I feel sort of obligated to do it, but it's not something I really want to do. Mm-hmm. So it just depends, I guess, on my mood. Sometimes I will go through the whole thing and just be like, okay. And other times if I'm, you know, like I feel confident that day or something, then I'll, I'll have enough courage to say no. Well, that's good. But it really depends. 
Yeah, no, of course, sure, sure. Uh, I think that's that thing that's good. What about tipping? Like, how do you determine how much a person gets in tip? I tip the same for everyone. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. Even if they're a jerk. <laughs> wow. You're generous, then. <laughs> You're super generous. Because cause I don't. Everyone starts at 20, and then the more they mess up, the lower that number gets. And I've con- I, I've had service to where I felt comfortable, like, not giving them anything for the crap I had to go through <laughs> to have a meal or whatever. Like I, I feel comfortable making sure that they don't get any of my money, but that's different. Cause it's like behind the scenes, like you're doing it behind their back. Cause you know, you're writing it on a little check or you're putting like the cash in the little thing. Like they, they don't see you do it. They don't see you do it, but then there's also the risk of confrontation at a later point. If they remember who you are and you go back to that same restaurant or if as you're leaving, they see it. And say something about it. I mean, they can say whatever they want. I will tell them. I mean, I won't tell them. <laughs> Hopefully. You'll, you'll think it. You'll think it and I'll walk be- out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely think it in my mind. I'll yell at them in my head and then I'll just walk out. Just like, eh. like what, what are they going to do? They can't force me to tip them. So, like, you know. Right. They're on their own. Oops. You know, be a be- be better is all I have to say in my head as I walk away. <laughs> Mm -hmm. but that's a good point you know a lot of the stuff that i want to say to people um good or bad i leave and i just keep it in my head i don't say it out loud because i'm afraid of the reaction you know what positive or negative i'm afraid of the reaction you know what i mean like i don't Mm want i don't want to just say out loud hey uh server person uh you're lousy at what you're doing you know or come on man like I, i know we all have a bad day but Stop messing up my order, you know, or whatever, whatever it happens to be. It's tough, you know, it's yeah. really tough. There's been times where I'll even have like hair in my food and I won't say anything. I, Just I've, because I don't want to risk having to go up and talk to someone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. Yeah. So I will just, just not eat it. Have you ever seen the movie Waiting? No, I'll eat around oh. the hair. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Waiting uh, with um, Ryan? Yeah, Ra- yeah, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that's was the that the one with like Andy Milanakis in it? Possibly. That's the it's the restaurant one where they all work at a restaurant, and it's kind of like the day in the life of people who work at a restaurant and what they do. If you return, you know, like oh, the guy returned his food, so. You know, oh yeah, they would like spit in it or whatever. Or, yeah, well, the other guy would. Um, he had dandruff, so he just scratch his head over the steak, and the flakes of dandruff would just cover the steak. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, I've watched that. And one. they call it seasoning. I, I, I know that we can't watch them do their thing. So for me, it's like you're right. I don't want to do the confrontation because I have that weird paranoia that they're going to screw with my food, and I'm like, I don't need anyone screwing with my food. Um, there was. A, there's an infamous time when I went to Colorado and I didn't do anything. You know, I was, I just happened to be of dark complexion. At least that's my guess. Um, right. because, because I went to a restaurant with my buddy, um, Josh and we had breakfast and I asked for a side of hash well, and, and everything was huge. I didn't realize this, but I asked for a side of hash browns and on the hash browns was, um, sour cream. And the sour cream was in the shape of a swastika, but that's fine. Like, wow. whatever. 
Have I shown you? Have I never shown you this one? I know. I'm pretty sure I've never shown you the swastika. Uh, this, this hash this, browns. The swastika hash browns. Yeah, it, it's a story we like to share because it was just a weird experience. Like why it didn't look by accident? You know what I mean? Like you had they had to put effort. Well, that has to be yeah effort put into it if it's in that shape. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe I'll maybe uh, in the show notes or something I'll put a picture of it just because it's it, to me it's funny, and I ate it anyway because I'm like, well, if you know, if they, yeah, you're not gonna complain, right? Like, well, I'm not gonna complain, but even if they spiked it with something, I'm like, I'm gonna eat it. I'm just gonna eat it. And if they did something bad to it, hey, you know, I have a case. You'd honestly them. eat something if you felt like someone did something bad to it. I, I mean, but I, I mean, I wouldn't know what it is though. That's the thing, you know, like. I can, my, you know, the swastika might have been enough, but maybe they did something else to it. And I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was paying my good money on this food. So I'm like, if I'm paying money for might this, might as well eat well, it. Might as well eat some of it. Yeah. I couldn't eat most of what I ordered because, again, too much stuff. But yeah, that was really strange. But a, a scenario where I was like, uh, I'm not going to return this food because it looks like there's a swastika on my hash browns. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, um, yeah, I don't think someone wants me here. Here, have the hash browns back. So, yeah, it happens. Um, we're going to have to talk about, like, whether or not – have you ever – well, I guess just as a as a preview, have you ever encountered any type of uh, racial uh, – not maybe not straight up racism, but just, like, weird, uncomfortable whatever because you're Filipino? Um, yeah. You have okay. Don't, don't don't say anything else. We're gonna save that for another episode. I just was curious because I have to. And if you haven't, I was like, well, we don't. We can't do an episode on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we never... can't do an episode on if only one of us have experienced. Yeah, yeah. So if you have, okay, we can do an episode on that because it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting. Um, it might. It'll be more of the same of like, well, we didn't. Well, maybe you did. So you never know. Check it out. You might find something different. Uh, anyway. So let's kind of wrap this up then. Um, have you grown out of it being, uh, afraid to talk to the retails and to the, to the customer service folk? Like, have you learned to kind of, um, control that anxiety when encountering people who are trying to help you out? Like, we know in the back of our head they're trying to help us out, but it's still kind of like, ah, uh, uh, I gotta talk to these people. Oh, man. Um, I feel like to a certain extent, I have, mm-hmm. um, but that's maybe just like with ordering food because like I said, it's very scripted. They just only want your order. They're not asking you anything extra. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, Oh, do you want super salad? But that's like an easy answer. Mm-hmm. Um, soup. Um, yeah, go on. <laughs> <laughs> salad all the way. Um, no soup, super salad, a, a large salad. Has that ever happened to you? No. Oh, cause it's Where, a super so salad. Super salad and you're just like, yes. <laughs> I have they're like soup or salad and you're like sure <laughs> I have heard that I have, I have yeah 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 I, anyway it's you, happened to me in real life oh it boy. was very embarrassing e e you you make me laugh thank you e that's funny um okay so you you you've, you've kind of you, yeah you have, but like if I have to pay a bill on the phone that's very stressful for me. And like I said, mm-hmm, yeah. I will script it out. I will write it down on a piece of paper and try and anticipate anything they might say. So I, I can have the answer prepared in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, even for like, if I have to like return something or, you know, like 
anything where it's not like I know exactly what they're going to say, like it's unpredictable, then I get really anxious. Sure. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, I, I feel the same way. Uh, that's why I do everything online. I was so happy. When, <laughs> yeah, that helps. Oh yeah, I was so happy when like everything started moving to to being you know pay your bills online. You can like do everything online. I was like, this is the future, and this is amazing. I was so happy I could do that. Yeah, I, I even to- like it now that like if you have customer service issues, mm-hmm. you can um like message them. Yes. Yeah. Instead of having to go on the phone and like be on hold and talk to them and say your complaints and they just kind of like brush you off like well that's just how it is <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're you're absolutely right and and I, I actually did this recently for my website like my website was something was wrong with it i, I went to their customer service it was just a, a chat bot or not a chat bot but it was somebody you know chatting with me it was, the, mm-hmm. it was an amazing experience i didn't have to talk <laughs> i mean i didn't have right. to talk to anyone it just you can just say it at at home by yourself, you can say exactly what you're really thinking well, that, and then just yeah. type something else. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you kind of have time, like in a conversation, you know, you're expected to kind of come up with a reply immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Exactly. It's but hard to think on your feet sometimes. It oh, definitely is. Definitely is. And, and with the chat bot or with the chat bot, the little chat windows, you have a minute or two to kind of really formulate what you want to say to the, the guy and be like, okay, this is what's going on. And they usually, right. um, and it gets fixed and it gets taken care of. And I love it. I absolutely love it. Anyway, so there you go. And the reason why we're bringing this up, you know, for, I'm guessing right now there's a lot of people who may not be, uh, not experience anxiety or, or this type of introversion. Like this is easy stuff. This is so silly. Why are you guys making a big deal out of this? Well, this is why that show exists. This is why this show exists is because people out there still don't understand. Uh, there's a lot of people who really don't grasp how hard it is for some of us. And we can look as confident as we want anywhere else. We can do a podcast and talk to each other and it's potentially the world and still be able to be like, I don't want to talk to this person or I don't want to go up to this person and any type of interaction, like regular, just in the world interaction is tough for people like us. So mm-hmm. we're here to put Without it Without sweating profusely and stuttering. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, this allows us a way to kind of share with people how it is a struggle and, you know, mm-hmm. get some empathy and maybe just not, not even empathy, but just kind of like, hey, here's a, here's our point of view. And this is kind of what we see anyway. Um, so uh, <laughs> we're going to step away from this corner of the street over here. and We're going to walk over to another corner. <laughs> I think we'll start off um with uh this corner right over here. Alright, for those familiar with that song, that is what E. I don't know. That is Don't Starve Together. That's the theme song <laughs> of the game you having me play. <laughs> you don't even know the song? I play it on mute. Oh, yeah. okay. 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 <laughs> so that's the theme to Don't... So you're missing out on the music there, E. You're missing out on the music. It's great music. Well, I've heard it before. Uh, okay. <laughs> Apparently not. You didn't know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> What is that music? It's really I've, good. I've, <laughs> uh, it's really interesting. Yeah, it's like a, uh, it's the game we've been playing for like hours uh, for several days a few weeks ago. 
um, yes, it's uh, Don't Starve Together. Uh, I don't know if we'll have this as a regular gaming corner, but for now I thought I'd bring it up because this is the first time I've ever played this game, and this is a game that apparently E over here is obsessed with because she's put in like almost 100 hours into this game. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter how many hours I put in because I still haven't survived very long. That's the thing. Okay, so kind of uh, explain to the f- people out there what this game is and what it's all about. I feel like it's um, a survival game where you have to well, work together or not. Game. I mean, or not. They have some like PvP modes mm-hmm. um, where you try and survive as long as you can through different um, seasons. Yes. You start off with basically nothing. And you have to take care of yourself, build a shelter. Mm-hmm. But there's also like strange twists. Like you can die from your own nightmares. Yeah. And you can die from being in the dark too long. Yeah. Yeah. And there's also strange creatures and weir- weird um, world rules. Uh, yeah. No, I agree with that. Sure. That- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. That's a good. That's a good description. Um, well, it has like a a Tim Burton esque feel, like just the the um, illustrations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the art design is very much feels like it's been borrowed from a Tim Burton film, uh, mm-hmm. any one of his animated films for sure. I uh, what was the one? The dead dog. Which one was the one with the dead dog? That he did. Was that Tim Burton? Paranorman. Paranorman. Was it Paranorman? Was it Paranorman? I think it was. Frank or that Frankenweenie. Oh, Frankenweenie. That's the one. Frankenweenie. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he did a. He did a. He. Uh, okay, English. Uh, second language. Um, he did a short first of Frankenweenie. Then he did a full-on movie. I think Frankenweenie was his first project before he went into stuff like. Edward Scissorhands and things like that. But anyway, mm-hmm. it, it's got that style. It's not. Um, Oingo Boingo's music. What's his name? The guy from Oingo Boingo. Whatever his name is. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I mean, he did like all the music for like uh, Nightmare um, Before Christmas, things like that. But uh, it definitely has a, a, a feel that's a lot of uh, that, that. That's definitely reminiscent of, of Tim Burton. And um, but yeah, it, it's a uh, it's a game that I, I I got started because of you. But I, I don't know how you got started. How do you get started on playing this game? Like what got you to play this game in the first place? Um, I saw it on Steam, <laughs> and I think it was on sale. Oh, sure. And it was like during in in the beta version. Oh, you went all oh, that far back? Wow. Okay, because I think the game's like three or four years old. Right. Um. And then, yeah, I played it. I really liked it, and I tried to get other people into it, but it's really hard to stay alive. In game, it, it is very hard to stay alive in game, and I think that's part of the what makes it fun is that it's a game where you die a lot. I mean, you and I died yeah. a lot, and usually we never died together. We've always died in separate areas, like in separate parts of the map. Yeah, um, for where it's reasons. really difficult to try and like get resurrected or yeah, which we, get help <laughs> next time we play. I think we need to actually stick together next time because we did. We tried that for a second. Like, oh no, I have to get this because again, you have to. You're right. You have to survive. You have to be able to sleep. You have to be able to eat. You have to be able to. Yeah, you have to spend a lot of time harvesting different items, mm-hmm. and it helps. Like if you have 
two people doing two separate things, but then it's easier to die being separated. And that's what I think what's so great about this game is that you have to make those choices. You have to make those decisions. And I usually make E do all the decision making for us in this game because she's played it for (laughs) like, again, 80 hours. Uh, She's played this game. So I'm like, I'll let her make all the decisions because I don't really know what I need to do. So you'll normally tell me like, hey, we need to get we need to get manure. (laughs) (laughs) We need a bunch of manure. You know, or, oh, we need to get some gold or we need to do this, that, and the other thing. And again, there's a lot of different resources and there's like only limited space in your backpack and you got like, you can only do so much, which is why I really think it's, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like Stardew Valley to the extreme. Mm -hmm. Even though people love Stardew Valley and I don't get it. This makes more sense. Like this game makes much more sense than Stardew Valley does. Stardew Valley is just like, uh, I guess I'll, oh, my crops are ruined. I guess I'll just have to plant more crops. Hmm. Or, you know, (laughs) or whatever. Like it's not, I don't know. It doesn't have the same kind of. I feel like this game is just very high risk because anything can kill you. Yeah. There's there's always. It's sort of like that pandemic game that we played. It's like everything's against you and it's like you can die at any turn. Exactly. No, you're absolutely right. Yeah. No, you, that's, that, that, that's the, it's the stress of that game, this game that kind of yeah. makes us keep going. As if we didn't have enough stress in our own lives when you're going to stress ourselves <laughs> out more with this game. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, again, I've only clocked in about eight hours myself. I'm only a tenth of the way from ease, uh, 80 hours of gameplay. So I have some, I have some gaming to do. I have some stuff I need to get done. <laughs> um, but uh it will happen at some point or another, I think, uh if we play enough. I don't know. Hopefully. But hopefully. Yeah, make it pass. Make it me. into spring and summer. Supposedly summer is really difficult, but I've never made it that far. Uh, well, at least we have a goal in mind. Our goal is summer. Our goal is to live long enough where I can like make one of those gruffalo things my mount. Oh, geez. That's, oh, you can make the animals my mount? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Okay. I didn't yeah. Know so you you obviously okay all right so the, there we have a goal gruffalo mounts um so I, I yeah i mean for anyone who hasn't played it it's been around for a few years now i, th- I want to say it's um let's see if i can find the year it came out in two- oh no it's not that bad it's only last year last uh 2016 in april so it's only a year old uh, i think the original game itself is older i'm guessing right don't starve yeah. is like fairly old maybe another another year on top of yeah, that. yeah don't starve is older uh-huh. yeah but uh, check it out if you want a good multiplayer game. It is a separate game from the actual uh, Don't Starve, um, where you alone have to survive. You don't have anyone else to help you here. It's great to have someone who helps you out uh, survive. There's lots of different um, servers and worlds that people make on there, too, that's open to whoever wants to join. Mm-hmm. And fortunately, I have uh, you know I have E over here who plays, so I... I just have her make the games and I just join her and do whatever I need to do. <laughs> it's just better. It's easier that way. Uh, yeah, it's easier than having to make friends in game. Yeah. Randomly <laughs> speak to people you don't. Um, but yeah, I, I play a lot of multiplayer games and I make, and I get friend requests all the time on Overwatch when I play Overwatch because I'm a fairly decent player and they like to befriend decent players. I'm like, I don't to be friends with you i don't know who you are and i don't want to be forced to talk to you so you're not you're not one of those people who like talks crap 
No. Why you're playing? No. I think it a lot. <laughs> I think it a lot. <laughs> but I never say it on the mic, even though I have a, like a really good mic and they could clearly hear me say if I want to talk smack to any of them, they'll hear exactly what I think about them. But I don't do it. Uh, I just want to play the game. And so there you go. Uh, if you were to give Don't Starve Together a score, what would you give it? Three Tim Burton severed hands. Out of out of five? Uh, out of five. <laughs> Three out of five is not too bad. That's okay. Um, we're going to have to find another game that gets you a five out of five, uh, gets a five out of five, I think. Um, cause I don't think we'll just play Don't Starve Together. I think we'll find other games that we can play together. Um, and even maybe even talk about on the show, which would be kind of cool to do. Uh, do you have any other games in mind? Not at the moment. I mean, you wanted, you were interested in Overwatch for a second there. Um, for literally a second. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, I can, we can make it happen. I'm just saying, we can make it happen so you can really understand the joy I get from playing Overwatch and ganking people. Just saying. <laughs> okay. But uh, we'll discuss. Um, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but before we move on to our next corner, we have like a little corner that's still being built. Uh, the uh, the cement is still drying. It hasn't quite gotten there yet, but. Um, it's not, not a coin you'll hear from here. We'll, we'll have a separate thing for this. And it is a tiny, itsy-bitsy, teeny-weeny little book club. Yeah, with literally two people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just the two of us. Uh, we can make it if we try. Just the two of us. You and I. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. We're, we, Why don't you sing that song at the top of the show? Just <laughs> the... Two of us. No. <laughs> Was that like a cabaret version? No, that's the stupid <laughs> Will Smith one. Uh, where he goes, ah, ha, Anyway, um, every song, every Will Smith song, you have at least one, ha, <laughs> Anyway, um, we're, we have a book club. Uh, we're gonna talk about it. I guess we're gonna do a separate, maybe little show or something, or we're gonna do some type of recording of it where we'll discuss a book. Um, so if anyone wants to play along, E, what are we reading for however long it takes us to read this book? <laughs> uh, we are reading American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Yes, this is my first Neil Gaiman book. I've never read anything he's ever done. I know he has a show out right now for American Gods, so that's kind of cool. Uh, I guess I'll figure it out. I guess I'll find out whether I like his style or not. You, you didn't, um, watch that one movie that he put out? Which one? Um, you have was it Stardust? I did watch Stardust. <laughs> I did yes. watch Stardust. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, I was, I think I remember it being good. I haven't seen it since. I still haven't seen it since it came out on theaters. So I watched it in theaters and what? Like, oh, yeah, Is it, uh, so you I have was, to rewatch it. It's really good. Okay, uh, maybe one day I will. I'll rewatch it. <laughs> Okay, so we have to we have to read American Gods first before we can watch the show. Uh yes, I think that's yeah, I think that's definitely the case. Um even though you're going to watch everything and anything anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, then we have to um after we watch it, then we have to be like the book was way better. <laughs> when is the book? <laughs> yeah, well the book is always way better. That's the thing. Anyway, so that's something to look out for. Um, that'll be posted as well. Uh, I don't have an address for it right now, but just uh, we'll talk about it on this next episode. So if you want to catch up and read with us, you'll have – I think it's going to be called the Teeny Tiny Itsy Bitsy Little Book Club because it's only two people. 
<laughs> I think that I'm, I think I'm gonna name it something to that effect. Uh, maybe not that long, but if you want to look out for it, that's probably what I'm gonna name it. All right. Anyway, so now, of course, um, we get to a part that we're neither of us are prepared for because I didn't look up anything. But I'm gonna I'm gonna just. How do you know I'm not prepared? Because well, maybe you are. So let's go ahead and get to. Well, we like to because call. you know me too well. <laughs> that too. I didn't I, prepare anything. Here we go. We're gonna start our creepy corner. Yeah, there you go. Look at it. what's with the face. What's going on now? Because you added your own sound effect. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot and I do stuff like that. Um, yeah, we have our creepy corner. Um, I only have one story, uh, so hopefully you have another. But I recently, in the last couple months, I normally don't believe in this kind of stuff. It's not something that I normally um, accept as a thing that actually happens. But mm-hmm. when you witness You're it... You're the skeptic. I'm the skeptic. But when you witness it firsthand, it's hard not to... At least question, like, there's a possibility that this is where... Oh, this music is getting creepy. <laughs> I know. I'm going to have nightmares. Please turn it off. All right. Let's lower it way down. Um, That sounded like a zipper. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a zipper noise. Uh-oh. Things are things are happening, apparently. Whoa. Something creepy is going down. Uh, yeah. So, you know, when you witness it firsthand, you have a tendency to start maybe possibly believing that other things can happen and it happened to me about a month ago uh there was some clanking of of plates um no i hear planking of plates over there now (laughs) oh my gosh it's happening (laughs) well we know what What does that everyone think we have like a foley artist in the background oh good good even there's some clanking of plates and then there's clanking of plates you know, yeah, I'm not going to edit this part out because I really find it funny that you, there's someone there who's like eating a <laughs> meal <laughs> while we're recording in the background. It's like, all right, fine. Go eat your precious food <laughs> while we're recording. Oh man, you, mm. anyway, um, yeah, so I witnessed this about a month ago and it freaked me out. Um, and it happened on this very device that we're using right now, the Skype. I called somebody on Skype who I thought was our very own EVP, but I find out today, possible clone or ghost <laughs> or spirit or something. I did a whole pilot podcast with this other EVP. Some doppelganger. Oh no, don't tell me this. Well, okay, tell me this is a doppelganger. That's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And it freaked me out. So, especially since today was confirmed by real EVP here that the other EV did not exist. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all right. Well, that was, that was my silly story. (laughs) It's supposed to be creepy. And she was dead the whole time. No, I don't know. I don't know know how to turn that. There hasn't been an EVP in this area for the last 40 years. (laughs) You're not that old. (laughs) You can't pull that off. You're not that old. Um, Well, I mean, like, if somebody, you would stay the age you die. Hello. Oh, that's true. (sighs) 
She died at 12. (laughs) 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 Anyway, uh, yeah, I, there's no way to make it creepy. It was just, it was just fun little thing that happened today. Fun little thing that happened on the way to the podcast today. You're, you're supposed to tell a story about anything creepy. All right. Anything creepy. Okay. It doesn't have to be your life story. Oh, okay. So it can be anything. Okay. Anything creepy. Well, you go first because I, I, I have to think about it for a second. <laughs> now, the reason why we're doing this is because, uh, even though E over here hates scary movies, for some reason she loves the creepy. And it's something that I don't know. I don't know where manifested for you, but you sent me a picture of a doll made of body limbs that someone was carving, and I'm like, "That's awesome." And I sort of introduced you to a website, uh, Secure Contain Protect, the SCP, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which has a bunch of stories, whether they're real or not. You never know. A lot of redacted information. You never know. But uh, it has a lot of creepy stories in there. Stuff that I can't read. I, I there was one where I was just like, "Okay, I can't." Now I can never sleep because I will die <laughs> if I go to sleep if after reading this story. So it's it's a lot of good and creepy stuff over there. But you must have something that maybe happened to you personally. I mean, you're on, you know, you're you're on a a, a fairly isolated area, you know. So maybe things happen outside that tap at the window. Well, where I'm from, there's a story of a lady. <laughs> who walks around oh, say, at night? Who had three very lovely girls? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they all had hair of gold. <laughs> like their mother? <laughs> okay, never mind. Go, go, go. This isn't good. <laughs> okay, so there's a woman creepily walking around. Well, wait, wait, was the youngest one in curls or yes! curls? Cur- curls, curls. <laughs> I was about to say. Pearls? No, that's that, that's a Pearl. different. That's that's the uh, that's the uh, X-rated version of that show. <laughs> oh my god! I'm just saying. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. Well. Right. So she's um, she's a lady who walks around at night. Obviously, they never do it daytime. I no. don't know why. Uh-huh. Um. But she said to have no face, mm-hmm. like no features on her face. Right. It's just like flat, like an egg. <laughs> and some people say it's because of um, shame, like in oh, her shame. past when she was alive, there was something in her past that mm-hmm. brought shame upon her. So now she doesn't want to show her face. But I think. <laughs> I saw her. Oh, really? Oh, what'd she look like without the face? This can be, um, (laughs) neither confirmed or denied as it is a personal experience. Um, yeah. So once I was, um, riding around, not driving, because, you know, I don't drive, uh, riding around in a car as a passenger. (laughs) Okay, sure. Go on. And, um, we were driving through Chinatown, mm-hmm. and as we were driving, like the street seemed unusually empty. Oh. Normally, Chinatown is pretty bustling, and un- 
even really late at night, they have like lots of stuff going on over there. People play shows and um, there's lots of restaurants. But for some reason that night, it was like unusually empty and quiet. And as we were driving down, I just remember looking to the side and there was a lady standing there leaning against the wall. Mm-hmm. And her face was illuminated, or it appeared to be illuminated. Okay. But on her face, there was no feature. She had nothing. I, like, there was just emptiness. <laughs> and it was really creepy. I was really happy to be in the car because we could just drive off. Like, nothing happened after I saw her. Didn't go for the door handle, huh? No, no. She was she was pretty far away from the car. Ah, okay. Okay. You she know. didn't have, like, stretchy arms or anything. <laughs> <laughs> well, would that, would, if she had stretchy arms, would that take away from the creep factor? From, like, <laughs> if she had stretchy arms, I'd be <laughs> hella creeped out. Oh, okay, that's true. Okay, that would be creepy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, experiencing just the empty face is creepy enough, but mm-hmm. I mean, she didn't do anything. She didn't like chase after the car or like, you know, like, well, I couldn't tell if she was staring at me because no eyes, right? That's the, it's like the female slender man. It's the slender woman. Oh, that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not going to be able to sleep. No. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I uh that's good. No, that's a good that's a good story. Um I haven't experienced anything like that. Again, I'm the skeptic. I don't necessarily know what happens when things happen. Now <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um but like for instance, I my previous um my previous relationship, uh the 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 parents were big on ghosts. And the guy had a lot of stories. Like the dad had a lot of stories. Uh, in mm-hmm, which, mm-hmm. out of respect, I kind of just nodded and smiled and said, yeah, sure, yeah, okay. Like, because I've never personally experienced anything. I still haven't. Mm-hmm. I still don't think I have. <laughs> when I was a kid, and I had to wake up for school, and I'd set my alarm and everything, and in the morning, it would not be set. And I was like, oh, the ghost is unsetting my alarm for some reason. <laughs> It's like, no, no, the ghost is unsetting the my ghost alarm. <laughs> undid all my homework. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. You erased all my answers. The ghost erased all my answers. Um, yeah. You're just a pathological liar. <laughs> Even to yourself as a child. I was. I was like, it wasn't me. <laughs> if Shaggy taught, if Shaggy taught me anything, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like I did not, uh, that was like the only thing I couldn't explain. But mind you, when I was in high school, I was the kind of kid who didn't sleep much. I don't sleep much now. Um, I slept very little when I was in high school. And I remember one day I'm driving to school, right? And I think I got like an hour and a half of sleep. And I'm driving down. It, it takes about 15, 20 minutes to get to my high school, you know? Mm-hmm. And I remember like I'm driving down a hill and I close my eyes. And when I open them again, I'm near, like, I'm almost entering the school. I'm like, did I just drive <laughs> about a good mile 
or two with my eyes closed? I really hope not because I don't remember anything that happened between the time I closed my eyes and the time I opened them when I got to the school. So wow, that was lost cr- time. I lost time. I did. But mind you, that was during a time where I slept z- almost zero a night just because that's how the world worked for me. But um, those are not creepy stories, but it kind of, uh, it cre- you know, I don't, I don't have too many of those. I'm trying to think of ones that I experienced personally. Um, but I really haven't experienced, well, maybe I have, and I just don't know it. Well, this, this corner is supposed to be about anything creepy. You don't have to experience it on your own. (laughs) Well, for instance, um, I, my favorite story, um, and I will just be very generic about it, but this guy who apparently he had a ghost that followed him around and he assumed (gasps) it was female. Um, wasn't very sure it was female or not, but from the kind of, <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, I guess it was for, female, but he couldn't tell. <laughs> I, well, cause he's, he had glimpses of uh, a figure and it looked female, mm-hmm. but you know, I guess it's hard to tell when you're a ghost. Anyway, he lived in an apartment for a while. Um, he was there for years and his friends would come by. And if there were people that the ghost didn't trust, apparently, it would pin the person down on the couch and not let them up. Like just literally just leave them pinned to the couch with no, and and they would like scream out, Hey, uh, your friend here is keeping me, you know, on the couch. And he would apparently just yell out, say, I forget what name they gave he gave her. Don't say it. I'm not, I don't remember. Oh, geez. don't say it out I'm not, loud. I'm not going to say that. Well, I don't remember it anyway. It doesn't matter. I don't remember the name. But he <laughs> called out the name and said, "Hey, let him go." And all of a sudden, the guy would like get up. It's like I'm not no. And he would they would leave, and he would have very few people go over. Well, one of those persons was a girl he was dating, who he ends up marrying later, and who is the reason why the ghost is no more. So the girl comes by. On a date, I guess after a date, I don't know. Maybe they're gonna get free K. I don't know. Um, but today, you know, he's <laughs> he's she's there on the couch, the infamous couch, and it happens. She gets okay. Um, don't you think it's kind of like a dick move for him to bring his girlfriend over to his house, knowing that the ghost does that? Well, he's he, apparently he explained that he did, the ghost didn't do that to everybody. If the ghost liked you right off the bat, nothing happened. Just nothing happened. I think he just assumed because he liked her that the ghost too would like her. I don't no, know. No, I just know nothing about like jealousy. Um, why couldn't he go to her house? I mean, they probably did. I, I, I mean, this is just there's one some, event. There's some holes in these stories. Not making sense. Well, not is, adding up. Well, it's not my story. This is the story of someone else who told me this story. Like, this isn't my story. But apparently this ghost does follow this guy around. He did for for several places he lived at. This ghost was there kind of keeping him safe, kind of mm-hmm. taking care of him for people she didn't believe were worthy of his time. Now, I don't know if she ever left the house when he left the house, but from what I've been told the story is that they, that she normally just hangs out at the house and does the haunting there. And it's not just the pinning down. It'll be like moving of stuff, like things would move and, 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 and be put somewhere else or disappear, um, or whatever. So she just wasn't doing the pinning. I'm just saying, I just prefaced with the pinning because this is what happened to his future wife who gets up, gets, ends up being pinned down. If I recall the story correctly, the future wife, 
would have none of it and did her own yelling and screaming and like reprimanding. And the ghost let up and he was in shock because he was the only one usually who could like control this, this in- entity or whatever. And apparently mm-hmm. the ex or the, the ex, the wife, the future wife was just like apparently enough of a badass wow. to be like, uh, okay, I guess you don't need me anymore because you got her. Cause apparently after that, shortly after that, the ghost stopped being around. Now, whether mm-hmm. this is true or not, I don't know, but I have, I did talk to his wife and the wife said, yes, a scenario happened where she was pinned down to the couch and where she had to kind of fight her way back up. So two people are corroborating the story. I'm going to have to assume it was either LSD or something that actually happened. You never know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what happened. And that's the story I will stick to. But it was, it was a little, I mean, that's creepy to me. You know, that's really creepy. Yeah. I, like, I don't want anyone. I mean, me you now. brought Slender Man into this conversation. <laughs> you brought like a pinning down ghost. Now, when I go to bed, I'm going to have to be thinking about a ghost. I told pinning you, we'll down. Be, the world will take care of you. <laughs> You'll be laughing all the way, uh, to your, to your pillow. That's creepy. <laughs> laughing all your way to, yeah, that's true. I guess not being laughing all the way to the pillow, but you'll be fine. You'll be fine. We'll take, uh, I got you covered. Um, anyway, so there you go. Uh, if you happen to have any stories like this, you know, please let us know. You can, uh, we'll give you the details. Please share your own stories. It would be very interesting to see people who are skeptics mm-hmm. and haven't had an experience where they can't explain anything that happened. Um, or people who are believers. And experience multitudes of um, situations like this. Mm-hmm. We just want to hear everything. Uh, yeah. Yes, we'd love to hear it. I want to be able to never sleep again. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll figure that. So much out. stuff to do. I need. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure that one out as well. But anyway, um, we'll get you an email address. Um, I, I'm hoping this one hasn't been, t- I haven't made the email address, but we'll have an email address in the next episode. And you can go ahead and email us your stories and we'll remind you because we'll have more creepy stories. I have at least one other that'll be interesting to tell, uh, next week. So be on the lookout. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. So there you go. Um, do we have another corner? There was supposed to be one where we quiz each other, but I feel like that has to start next week because nobody prepared. Nobody prepared. Um, Oh, but we were going to say, we were going to say what the topic was going to be about. mm -hmm. And, and then that person has time to prep for next week. That's true. And I will, uh, yeah. So what we're going to do, there's there's a final corner where we thought it'd be kind of fun for the both of us to kind of challenge each other, either through BuzzFeed quizzes or through like trivia quizzes of stuff that we really love. Um, and we, uh, if we win, we get a prize, uh, for each other. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but we figured that stuff out later. Um, and if you want to participate, you too have the potential to win something. To win a prize. Yeah. Who who knows what it could be? It could be a uh, live chicken. Well, that's, that was my first thought because E has chickens (laughs) and I'm like, just give him a chicken. (laughs) Why not? Grab one of those chickens. (laughs) Yeah. Get a chick. Put in a little box. Like, how great would that be if you, if in the post the next day, you're like, oh, I have a little chick. <laughs> That's my prize. But we'll you figure can. it out. You can send chicks through the mail. Oh, there, oh, there you go. Well, we, we, won't, we won't actually do that, but 
Um, yeah, we won't. No, but we'll figure <laughs> it out. Again, this is um, this is a fledgling episode, a fledgling podcast, and we're still kind of working some of the kinks out. But I think we did much better than the, the pilot. I, the I would pilot? Say. Yeah. The pilot, we had no idea what we were doing. This time around, we have corners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why we co- it, this is E's decision to call them corners. I'm like, okay, fine, we'll just call them corners. And she's like, there doesn't have to be four of them. And I'm like, you have to have four corners. Otherwise, what is it? It's an L. It's not, it's not, you have to have four corners. So, um, so that'll be next week. We'll have, um, challenges. Uh, who is getting challenged? I'm going to challenge you. With what topic? You tell me. Oh, because well, here's what we'll do. We'll do we'll we'll do softball. We'll do a softball um one, and I'll uh, I'll quiz you. I'll do a BuzzFeed quiz. For, on I know one. nothing about softball. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> oh my god, where's my Where's my rim shot? Oh, that was such a that's a that was that was good. Um, no, we'll we'll do a BuzzFeed quiz um and see how well you know whatever, and we'll go through the BuzzFeed quiz and do that. But, um, well, what, what topic though? Let's see. What are you into? Um, oh, I know. We'll do a, a BuzzFeed quiz on salsa, but not the dance, but the dipping sauce. Because <laughs> 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 our girl E here loves to dance and salsa is one of her dances. So I think we're going to do a quiz on salsa. <laughs> Salsa dips. <laughs> salsa dips. That would be so funny. Okay, that's it's done. It's done because I think that's. I know a, nothing about salsa. But that's why it makes it hilarious, and that that way you oh, well you wanted to know ahead of time so you could prepare. There you go. You will earn yourself a prize if you win, and if you lose, I earn awesome. myself a prize because I am awesome. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> you're just gonna prize it to yourself. Give. Drop whatever you're going to give to no, me no, 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 to no, yourself. No, 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 no. There has to be st- – the thing is for these games to make to, – to be fun, there has to be stakes. So we'll think of the stakes later, but it'll be fun. I think there'll be good – don't give me that look. There'll be stakes. Maybe they're actual stakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you never know. There might be stakes. There might just be – you know, but we'll we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out on, on, on the Send you a episode. steak in the mail. Yes, exactly. Hey, Omaha Steaks. Along with a live chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh no live chickens it's gonna die in this heat in this in this 90 degree plus heat it's not gonna survive very long uh, but anyway that's our show i think that i think we did a good job i think we did well um i think i spoke normally you did you spoke very well i was very um very proud of you you did well thank did you great. uh we'll have more this is gonna be a weekly thing uh for the most part uh if you want to follow well he doesn't have social media, so, uh, but I do, aka the other guy. Follow me on Twitter. Sincere Sarcasm. It is going to be where you're going to find all of these podcasts. It's also going to be on iTunes and Google Play and all the other podcasting, blah, blah, blahs. Um, yeah, uh, this is the show. This is, these, we are introverts trying to give you a, guide you through the universe. That's what we're trying to do here. And we just happen to be Asian. Which I like adding. Asian Ahoy Panoy. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, Bringing no, it back. No. Oh, my God. She really wants Ahoy Panoy. Um, which I re- I'm, I'm curious if anyone believes I'm Filipino. Like, I would love to hear from the audience whether or not you believe this voice is Filipino. <laughs> what is no- a Filipino voice supposed to sound like? Uh, specifically. A lot of P's because they don't have F's. We don't have F's. Remember that. We don't have F's in our language. So my name would be Francis. It would not be Francis. 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 
and a lot of hoi 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 menang isus isus mario oh man i hope i get my i hope i get my filipino audience back i had a huge one back when i did geek love radio maybe maybe i'll get my filipino audience back you never know. That's why I said we need to name this podcast Ahoy Pinoy. No, no, no. It's fine. We want to cater to everyone. We just happen to be Filipino. Pinoy Pride. No. <laughs> She's doing this because she knows I hate it so much. <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. All right, people out there. Thanks again for listening. Um, I'll have emails and stuff for the next episode. Even though I know I promised that in the pilot. But you know what? Bleh. Anyway, we'll talk to you all next time. Bye, everyone. Have a good one. And I have a song to, to take us out. Oh, it's a long intro. (laughs) Anyway, bye, everyone. Bye.